Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Q&A, Life With Your Dog podcast. Today I have a question, and it's a regular question that most dog owners are going to ask me and that I address in most of my dog training sessions is, how do I stop my dog from jumping on me and jumping on other people? And it's a common thing because it gets reinforced a lot, especially from when puppies are young, the dogs are jumping up, most people are reinforcing that behavior by patting them giving them attention for that behavior. Now, when they're small and cute, it's very exciting to participate in the activity. However, as that dog gets older and gets stronger, and of course, with your larger, powerful breeds, they're going to start launching at people and jumping on them, thinking that that's how they start the interaction of getting their attention. So to truly deal with this, and again, it seems like a common theme with everything that a dog trainer has to say is that Started from young, when the, when your puppy is really small, eight weeks old when you first acquire them, every time that they jump up onto you, just ignore it, don't give them any attention. When they get back on, um, when they get all four paws back on the ground, that's when you would then give attention, give a treat, play the game, etc. Try not to reinforce jumping as a means of getting attention. This is number one point. For an older dog, of course, sometimes ignoring that behavior may be very hard because if the dog's persistent and keeps on jumping on you, and especially if you're not very big and strong and you can ignore that behavior, you may need to then punish that behavior or give a consequence that is undesirable. So there's a few ways of doing that. Now, I guess I will talk about what to do ideally if we can set it up and if you're not going to have to deal with it straight off the bat is that charge a marker, have that yes command ready to go. And when you can see that, let's just say you first walk into the the room or the backyard and the dog hasn't jumped on you, you mark it and reward it. Be consistent with rewarding a behavior that is what you're looking for. Now, you don't tell them to sit. You can tell them to sit or give another command. But I would prefer in this case, if we're dealing with the jumping itself, is that you will get something that you want when you show a calmer behavior. Karma behavior will be then just standing on the ground. If your officer sits just on his own, that's cool too. Mark it and reward it. If the dog jumps up onto you and you have no lead attached, then what I would do and what seems to be really effective is as soon as the dog jumps up onto you, walk into their space. Now, when I say walk into their space, don't take a step and then take a step back or don't push the chest forward and then come back. I mean, walk just normally. You don't have to be really intense or aggressive about it. As soon as the dog commits to jumping up, you start walking into them, so you almost walk through them. And as you walk through them, your dog will then find that extremely uncomfortable and then will then redirect and try to bounce back off onto the ground. And as soon as they get onto the ground, mark it and reward it. Now, some dogs just walking into their space does not cut it and they jump up and they hit you in the privates or they dirty your clothes, etc., etc. It's really undesirable and sometimes you walking into them may not really work. So you may need to walk into them a little bit faster, a little bit more assertive. And as you're walking, especially like with your more stronger dogs, if you just raise those knees as you're walking, don't knee your dog into the chest or anything. Just lift those knees and start walking into their space. And that knee, as your knee goes up, gives you a little bit of space between 
the dog and yourself. So that little space is necessary so then they don't commit to then continue jumping and hurting you or scratching you and then mouthing and biting you. So walking to them really quickly and the best time to do that is as soon as the dog, you can see him loading up to do the jump. As soon as he leads up, you say no and you walk into their space and you do that. A common advice that goes around the place is people say ignore your dog and turn your back on them. Both of those things together don't really make sense. If you're going to ignore a behavior, ignoring means completely ignoring it and not giving any attention. You're basically just staying neutral to how you were just before. So you're not reacting to the dog. But then turning it back to the dog means that you're reacting to the dog. The dog does something, you do then do something else. And that's not really, um, it just doesn't work really. You just turn your back on your dog, your dog will find you and jump back onto you again. Or you turn your back and your dog pushes you over by jumping on your back. So I prefer not to take that approach. For a puppy, it could most certainly work as well. The dog, If the puppy's jumping on you, you just ignore, turn around and continue walking. The dog then goes, oh, wants to find you again. Then you can reward or redirect that behavior. But for adult dogs, strong dogs, I choose to walk into the space. Just correct the behavior straight away. Be assertive. Know exactly what you're looking for to begin with. Show him that jumping on me means that I'm going to walk right into you. It's really uncomfortable. But I will give you attention when you're calm and relaxed. And then, of course, mark and reward every time that your dog's not jumping on you. Don't walk into the backyard with food in your hand. Your dog's going to see your hand filled up with food, and your dog will then start offering behaviors to get the food. Or they'll jump up and try to bite your hand. So I prefer the treats in a tree pouch, or if you have your treat somewhere on a counter or on a table, your dog can't get to it. If you've got a good marker, and if, and, and if your marker's truly a marker, then if your dog jumps on you, you walk into their space assertively, firmly say the word no if you like or give a verbal correction if you like uh-uh. and then the dog then gets all four paws on the floor and then immediately you say the word yes he'll perk up going whoa what, what's going on food's on its way then you then go to the table and give it to him or go into your pouch and give the food or if the food's in your pocket if you want to get your pockets full of dog food so doing that really important set yourself up now in regards to the real problem isn't the jumping. The problem is what's your dog's state of mind when they first see you? And then what behavior do they choose to perform under that state of mind? So if your dog is hyper excited and your dog's probably hyper excited, first of all, because he loves you and he wants to see you. But what happens is with a lack of impulse control, your dog then does everything that it desires to do to fulfill its needs. And that can be jumping or barking and doing a whole bunch of other behaviors, biting your shoes, jumping up and grabbing your shirt or whatever it is that has been reinforced in the past. And remember, you're probably indirectly reinforcing a lot of behaviors. So be aware of that. However, when you first come home, and I did this with my dogs, and I don't have to do it so much with them now because they are pretty chill, but there are times where they're super excited, they haven't seen me for a couple of days or gone out bush or something, is that I come home, or when you come home, your dog's really, really excited, you be calm, you be relaxed, you ignore them, put your stuff down, say hi to your partner, say hi to mum and dad, do what you've got to do, even if you were to just pretend that you were busy doing some something, if it takes two minutes for your dogs to settle, and settle means that it's not that like they go to sleep or anything, is that they just relax, they're calm, they either go lay down or they give you a little bit of space, then you can invite your dogs into your space and be calm. Good dogs, how are you? What's going on? And give them that affection rather than coming into the door and going, hey, I'm home. And then you have this big craziness of excitement. And then every time that your dog sees someone come through the door, they spike with their overexcitement and they start doing inappropriate things. So that's what I would do with that. Make sure that you're calm when you're um, first coming home or when you first go to see your dogs for the day, etc. And 
what to do when people come over. Now, it's very hard to tell people, hey, when you come over, no touch, no talk, no eye contact, ignore my dog, etc., etc. First of all, you're going to give them a whole lesson before they walk into the door and it can become very hard. So, of course, if you can, tell your friends, no touch, no talk, no eye contact. Basically, ignore the dog. Don't give him any attention. Don't pat him for when he's jumping on you because then that's just reinforcing the behavior. So what would be good, depending on your dog, every session is going to be a little bit different. So, and because this isn't a video tutorial of different dogs, it's very hard, but if we can talk about it, is that if your dog is not so bad with jumping, but does some jumping on the dog, on the people, you don't have to have them on the lead to begin with, but I would prefer that you had a lead on your dog's collar, so a training collar, if it's a puppy, on the harness, and you have it loose on the ground, if it's not so bad. If it, if you know your dog's definitely going to torpedo towards somebody and take them out, then I would make sure you're holding the lead. And then basically what you would do is that there's a few different variations to this. One of them would be when your people come over, tell them, hey, meet me at the front, let's go for a quick little walk, couple of houses up, come back down, practice your obedience, training your loose lead, walking, have food with you, reinforcing the behaviors you like, so keeping the dog a lot more calmer and focused on you. We all walk inside together, keep the dog on the lead, then that way there we can engage, we can interact, how you've been, what's going on, because remember, your friends are coming over to see you, they're not only coming in to see your dog even though sometimes that doesn't seem so obvious and people come over and give more of a welcoming to your dog and then they don't even say hi to you properly. So so make it more about you. Make the dogs be focused on you. Make sure your visitors are focused on you. If you're inside the house or in the backyard, I'd highly suggest working on that bed command. A bed command we've discussed in episodes before and you can check on the YouTube channel on Nutris Pooch's YouTube about how to teach a bed command. You work your bed command, your dog goes on the bed, we're hanging out, we're doing a thing, we're rewarding, we release the dog off the bed. Then if your dog approaches your visitors calmly, which is ideal, especially if they invite them into this space, hey buddy, come over here. The dog then slowly comes over. You can then tell your visitors to tell your dog to sit and then they can mark and reward it. So that way that the dog's learning a new way of engaging. If you can't meet out in the street and go for a little walk and then try to set up the situation because that could be time consuming, not every situation would allow that to happen, especially if someone's coming over out of nowhere, for example, is that I'll have the dog on the lead when they're interacting. You could also keep the dog in the backyard or on the balcony or whatever. Let the people come over. We do the thing. Then we bring the dog into the house. That's another idea. But let's just say when it is time that dog and visitor are in the same environment and that's when the dog normally jumps up is that of course we when the dog's on the lead he must be at work he he every time that i put my dog's leads on my dogs are expecting that we're doing something we're at work now so i want to do associate the lead and the collar with working and not over excitement again so these are other things check out our podcast about the structured walk so let's just say you're in the environment and the dog then decides to jump up on your visitor that's when you would give a leash correction you give a sharp pop on the lead, the dog goes, what was that? You call your dog to come back to you or you, you give a look command. The dog then gives attention back to you, your reward, then you let them approach again. If they decide to do something different, like not jump, then you tell your visitor yes and reward or you then reward that behavior. And then you just repeat. It's a good management along with good timing, good intensity. Be fair. Don't just be yanking and cranking your dog. It's just not fair. What you want to do is show the dog what you want them to do, not teach them what you don't want them to do so much. And... Through this repetition and 
consistency that's when you're going to start to see that when most people come over and they're calm and they're relaxed and we're setting the situation up that's how we're going to get better results with the jumping on on your visitors now sometimes your dog will jump on somebody or jump on the kid and you haven't got a lead on this obviously makes it a little bit harder but it's certainly not impossible so of course if you can equip yourself and have a good bed command so then when the dog's starting to get too over aroused and the kids start running around and playing and then they go oh my god it's playtime and they want to try to start jumping on the kids you will then tell your dog to come back to you and go into their bed or get the dog on the lead and then take them to their bed start working on while the kids are playing the dog can still play with the children but they have to know that they've got to stay under a certain threshold so they're not jumping on them and carrying on in a dangerous way so then that impulse control sort of technique will work really well and what that means is the dog's heightened excitement and impulse control means that we control their impulses and then get them to do an alternate behavior normally a durational command to sit a down or a bed and then once you start doing that your dog's learning how to regulate themselves in these exciting situations and also you're getting that control and then your kids aren't scared of your dog or let's just say if it's a smaller dog or maybe a dog that's not so intense jumps up on your visitor or jumps on your child or something one way you would maybe need to correct it is by using your hands so what i would do is i'll give the verbal uh-uh and then with a firm and i'll put my fingers like this or like that sorry people that are only listening i'd make my finger like a peace sign but stuck together or a hand like a little claw and then as soon as they jump up i give a quick little poke to the side of the dog's ribs i say ah uh-uh, and give the little touch the dog would then now the touch isn't the learning the touch even though it's undesirable as soon as the dog jumps up and you give that firm touch you walking into that dog's space and telling him no and by following through with spatial pressure is what's going to then give you that opportunity to show them that behavior is not acceptable but when they choose in the same situation that they are excited but they don't jump that's when we mark and we reward or we play the game etc so really try to focus on that if you're going to do it with no lead then it means that you're getting better at the things that we've just mentioned or you're being lazy you're not putting your dog on a lead if your dog's inside your house or around people and they cannot be controlled having a lead loose on them but running around but you can use it when you need to or even having a house lead cut it like 30 centimeters long and then let the lead be on so it's not dragging half the tables and chairs across the room when the dog's running around which your dog shouldn't be running around in your house anyway but you get my point have a house lead and then you can correct the dog that way then over time if your dog understands that a verbal marker is uh uh-uh means that you're about to correct them then we can do it just verbally and then not physically so there's a couple little tips there for jumping there's certainly heaps more different things that we need to work on and as i said before this is one way of treating symptoms jumping is a symptom of a state of mind it's a learned behavior that we want to stop and most of the time it's because they're overexcited symptom of overexcitement makes the jumping so we're stopping jumping but we also need to look at the overlying cause of what it is and it means that you need more structure you need more routine you need to be more consistent exactly tell your dog exactly what you're looking for in these certain situations and good practice makes perfect make sure that you're regularly exercising your dogs keep a mental stimulation up and about all the time fulfill your dog's need and drive through acts of games tug games ball games harness it through your training and show them that you're not just an exciting thing to play with all the time but they need to be calm and relaxed around you and your visitors so Thanks for another Q&A. Thanks for joining us. If there's any questions about anything that you would like me to explain, I'm here for you guys. Let me know. And if there's any questions about jumping, put them in the comments below wherever you're watching this. Thank you, guys. Thank you.